the good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Fat, where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Sustain. Nutrition. Chewing. Fat. I'm really glad you stopped doing this a while ago. It used to really antagonize me. Podcast. Episode. 105. Look at you go. Did you check that? No, I didn't remember. Genius. Because we're back on the regular podcast once a week. Joe, what are we talking about? Doing what's required to get what's desired. Nice rhyme. Uh, and uh, I just want to say um, I'm glad that this intro annoys you and that we're doing it each week now. So. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's, it's more your it's more your dramatic pause. Like we've got five seconds to engage the audience on a video. <laughs> Stop spending it in silence. It's not a video, you idiot. It's a podcast, right? Uh, so we are talking about again. People will come to us with quite lofty goals, and it's about you know the mindset or getting into the mindset of doing what is required to get what's desired, and not everyone is in that place, you know. Sometimes goals are unrealistic. Sometimes people' ideas of their approach or what they're prepared to do are unrealistic. Discuss. There's certainly something in modern society, isn't there, where it's like take a pill, read this one book, eat this new superfood, and suddenly all your problems are going to be resolved. And I think that fat loss is probably one of the top offenders for that. You know, people think gastric band surgery or some new diet pill or skinny tea or seaweed wraps or whatever other BS, you know, product is in vogue at the moment. And it's just not the case. You know, when people come to us, it is always going to be a collection of things that, that move together to improve. And very often you can make one change and not see any difference. You know, something that I'm, I'm certain you've heard a lot is I've stopped drinking and I've not lost any weight. Something's wrong. This idea that I used to drink 500 calories a day and now I don't. So I should be losing a pound a week and I've not lost a pound in eight weeks. If you've not lost a pound in eight weeks, then nothing's changed. Whilst your wine intake has come down on a molecular calorie baseline level, nothing has changed. There might be fluctuations. Yeah, there might be. You might be holding some water. But more often than not, in this case, people have just moved their calories around subconsciously you haven't changed enough to get the result that you want and then ultimately it's about looking at what you are doing to make sure you do get that result making sure that you you are getting the results and not just the the process you know sometimes you'll say to people or you'll see in the group you know what did you achieve and people go i'm planning loads better drinking more water and eating more protein unless that's what you came for i wouldn't see that as a brilliant result because no one is i've never seen a questionnaire say that Everyone wants to look and feel better, look and feel different. And so if that's not written in your results, then there's probably more work you've got to do, I'm afraid. Yeah, and I think even it falls back into, you know, we're keen on goal setting, you know, we're keen on emotional anchors. Um, It is making that goal so important to you 
that you'll move kind of heaven and earth to get it. And I suppose the confusion maybe comes in a little bit with those being called sustained nutrition. Like we want to be a realistic approach, but you know, then you get those stories of, well, I have to drink wine every night because this has to be sustainable for me. Like, and I appreciate it. it does want to be sustainable, but it also has to be getting results. And like you said, I don't want you to go, well, I cut down from drinking a bottle of wine a night to just drinking half a bottle of wine a night, which is great, which is obviously a positive. But again, if it's not getting you to these results that you set out that you've, you know, desire so much, then that approach needs to change. And again, I think sometimes people's expectations of results, but their ability or what they're prepared to do to get those results do not marry up. I don't know. I mean, does that fit with you in your experience? Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to jump back on something we both said there. It's because a lot of people listen to that and go, well, I don't drink half a bottle of wine nights, so therefore I should be getting results. It doesn't have to be that much. Very, very few people have got that much wiggle room. It can easily be the case where someone has a couple of extra cereal bars through the week, a couple of bags of crisps, a decent-sized bar on the weekend, and that's enough to stop their progress. So don't be confused into thinking it has to be thousands of extra calories. I know that people say there's 3,600 calories in a pound of fat, but very often in my experience, you don't see, I see a lot of clients struggle on much smaller margins. So it's something to, to be aware of. Um, your, the, the point you made there about, well, I was listening, but obviously I forgot what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about, uh, about more effort being required than people need. Is that what you'd said? Well, you're just saying like sometimes people's, they want these results so they're like right my goal is to lose three stone but their idea of the efforts that they're gonna have to put into that do not marry up with the results that are expecting so i'll just carry on talking for a little bit whilst you get your thoughts um yeah it's just like you know so again and it kind of the the initial weight loss will almost kind of fool people they'll get it in people into like a, a false expectation of the results that they're going to get if this makes sense i'll elaborate so if your diet has been particularly bad or your drink has been out of control or whatever it is when you start your diet when you tidy up your food choices and you moderate your snacks and your your treats and your high calorie foods and you get gain more control you'll drop weight quite easily in this first month but what we'll find or in my experience and again we were just kind of chatting before we were discussing what we we're going to talk about is that can kind of lull people to think that well, that's all i have to do like i said you know i've cut down on my wine i don't have as many takeaways i'm not eating as much chocolate you know i'm making more conscious choices and they'll lose the weight but then they'll just kind of plateau and they'll stick around this area because they're not ready or they're not prepared to shift up another gear to take it to that next level, to keep pushing towards that three stones. So again, using that as an example, people might lose a stone. They might lose a stone in the first period of coaching. But then they just think, well, I should just crack on as I am doing, just tidy up my diet a little bit and, and lose this another two stone. And it's just not the case. Well, the majority of the time, nearly all the time, like you have to shift up a gear. You have to do a bit more, you have to do a bit more outgoings you know you have to control the incomings a little bit more you have to do that next level and if you're not prepared to do that then you know as i say to clients is like we we need to change our expectations of results because if you're not willing to change what you're doing then your idea of your results that needs to change and ultimately this is what you're paying a coach for you know is that sometimes people will start and they say i've got this big lofty goal and i say right the best way of us getting there get your food on point 
get your mindset work on point and let's optimize your training straight off the bat let's get you doing if i know someone's capable of it progressive progressive resistance work can we get you stronger and then it sometimes becomes this battle where you are asking people you're giving them the training plans you're chasing it up you're asking why it's not getting done and then you're just getting wishy-washy excuses back and it's like that's fine you are paying for my advice with all due respect i know better here if i came to your field of expertise and asked for your advice i would trust you to know better because that's why i paid you the money that's the deal in my eyes you know and and this is the the hard part of, of coaching and training people is that not very many people are as diligent as i am i don't know if you find this as well i pay my money i do what i'm told i'm really good at that so when other people are the other way around sometimes i find that a little bit challenging there has to then be the point where you say and if i say to someone you know why aren't you doing this why aren't you lifting these weights up because ultimately my opinion is it's a bit like me going to the gym and doing 40 kilo lap pull downs walking lunges with 10 kilos and doing a few push-ups cool i'm going to burn a few calories not going to change how I look because it's too easy for me. It's well within what I'm capable of. So if your workouts are doing that or your food is doing that, if it's not challenging you, it's not going to change you to the degree that you want. And you have to then be willing to have that kind of introspection and go, right, why am I not doing this? Why do I not just give it a go and see? And this is often the, the differentiator between successful clients and unsuccessful clients. Because are they willing to go, do you know what? I'll just give it a go. I'll just see what happens. I had a lady the other day say, um, there's no way this frittata is going to keep me as full as my oats and protein shake. I said, okay, just give it a go for one day and see. And she went, turns out you might have been right. Of course, because I've done this for so long. I heard this a hundred times. Thank you for engaging it and giving it a go. And the number of people who hear the things that we say and go, that's a nice idea. And then insert crap reason to not do it. And that's where they struggle their planning their exercise doing the mindset tasks that we set you know the number of times i've said to people plan your food email over to me and then i've not got an email okay cool but this is on you you know the more of these things you do the more of these little efforts you tick off the better your results will be yeah I, like i said it's spot on for me it's you've got to again you know we'll get people like i said who come to us and be like this the way that I feel about my body, the way my food is right now, the control that our lack of control I have on my food is affecting negatively, is negatively affecting my life, it's affecting my relationship with my partner, it's affecting the relationship with my kids. I can't do the things that I want to do. You know, my self-confidence is on the floor. My self-esteem is on the floor. It's like, then surely this, and, and again, we're not saying you have to eat like a bodybuilder. We're not saying you have to have egg white omelets and white fish and asparagus, you know, six times a day. There's going to be delicious food in there, but it's sometimes worth that extra bit of effort just to get there and not, like I said, you know, if we go back to that three stone example, hover around that one stone loss, hover around, go back and forth. And again, you know, it is tough because sometimes you know you get people and like i said they're, they're hovering around that one stone so they might go to one stone four loss and then they go back to a stone loss and then it's one stone four and one stone, and then it's that celebration a bit like yay two another two pounds off this week and it's like that's obviously a massive positive however what i'm aware of is that we've lost this two pounds four times already we need to take it up at a gear you know to get you to your goals and again being a, this is the benefits of being a coach isn't it it's like we've got to be totally honest with our clients which 
we are totally transparent and realistic and go like, look, if we want to hang around and just say, right, three stone was too much, too much of a lofty goal for us. Let's be happy with this one stone. Cool, we can do that. But if we want to push that three stone, then we, like I said, you know, we've got to take it up another gear and it is going to get a little bit harder. That's not to say you can't have some chocolate. It's not to say you can't have a meal out, but we've got to tie it up a little bit on what's going on. And yes, you know, we're all about kind of sustainable um, results, but then also you've given us a mission. You've given us a, a challenge. You've given us a, an objective. I want to get to this amount of weight loss or so I can feel like this. So my confidence goes up, my self-esteem goes up, my happiness goes up, I feel more confidence. You know, all these things, that's more important than you having a tub of Ben & Jerry's on a weekend. Surely. Have a spoonful, two spoonfuls. Have some Hello Top ice cream. Whatever, let's figure it out. But you've got to be prepared to do the work. And sadly, sometimes that is one of the missing factors. People aren't prepared to knuckle down and do it. And again, I'm not saying super strict bodybuilding diet. I'm not saying you have to make your oats with water like you're in prison or anything like that. But just be ready to do the work if you've got these bigger goals. And I think it's very hard, isn't it? Because if you are listening to this podcast in a good mood and you're in a good place and things are going well, or that's just how you are, then you could be up for a big dose of honesty. That same person could have a bad day, could have a duffer weighing, could have an argument with their partner, could things did not go well at work. And suddenly they could struggle to listen to that and to listen to that objectively. And everyone's got their breaking point. Most of, and this is when it comes down to good coaching, is making sure that you time that right and you deliver these messages in a way that they are they are heard and with reducing the chance of offending people. And when people, you know, people, it's one of the things we have praised on the most is our honesty, but it's not always going to be comfortable to hear. You know, you are not, always, I'm not here to be your best friend. So one thing I always see in Slimming World groups, Weight Watchers groups, and people say, had a bottle of wine, had a bad day. And then every comment, virtually every comment says, don't worry about it, get on plan tomorrow. That is the complete opposite of what I would say. I would say, okay, why? How can you get around this next time? Let's work on this problem. And I think that that's not always what people want to hear, but it's what they need to hear. Otherwise, the same problems are going to come about over and over. I want to give an example of, it's happened a couple of times where people message us and say, really struggling with emotional eating, binge eating. You know, I don't feel good at all. I'm really unhappy. I'm desperate to change. I've spent loads on coaching. And you go, okay, cool book them in for a call and they go, what are your prices? And say, well, prices range from £12 a week to £57 a week. And they go, I'd like to do the £12 a week option. And then have to say, I'm really sorry. I'm not, I've said it a couple of times, I'm not going to sell you that because this isn't the right option for you. It's not going to work Is this one not get the desired result? Say again? They say it's not going to work for you. It's, you know, I, I would feel bad taking your money to give you a, a product or a service that is not right for you. Like, yeah, if you had a severed artery and you came in, and I went, I can offer you surgery on that. It's a thousand pounds. I'd give you these band-aids for a fiver. And you went, take it for a fiver. It's not going to fix the problem. And ultimately, that's when honesty is hard as a coach. Because you say, this is going to take more effort than you want it to. It's a really nice idea. And I can give you the recommended reading, give you the books that I've read, I'll tell you for free. But hand on heart, it's not going to fix anything. Because odds on you've read some stuff already and it hasn't worked. Odds on, you know, that you need more 
you need more support, you need a, more, a bigger skill set, you need things to be more specific for you. Reading books is great. I believe what we do, I believe in our abilities as coaches, and that's why I'd recommend it to people. And so if you want to go down the cheap route, that's fine. And we'll be here, you know, if it works for you, fantastic, I'm really happy for you. If it doesn't work, then I'm here to help you through that as well. And it's just being honest with ourselves. And if you've been struggling with this stuff for, for years and years and years, appreciating the size of the problem. You know, I had a guy recently who uh, had done really well. He kept the weight off. He then struggled, put some back on. And I said, look, challenge would be the right option. Either the challenge or the daily coaching. You choose. Didn't say, you definitely need to do the most expensive one. But I didn't think that he did. I didn't. I said to him, you can if you want to. You know, I'm happy to coach you. I really like coaching you. But I don't think it's what you need. I think you'd be best off taking between the two lower price points. And that's what he did. You know, he then picked, made a decision for him. We're not, I said to a couple of people today, too busy. We've got too many people who want calls for me to have to strong arm you either into a call or into a sale. So I'm not going to waste half an hour of my time, of your time, discussing your goals if you really don't want to do this. I'm not going to drag you through it. I'm not going to pressure sell you into it because we don't have to. We're at that privileged position now. And actually, I just wouldn't anyway, because it makes for a crap coach-client relationship. It means I don't enjoy my job. You know, I would rather penny pinch somewhere else than take on a client who we're just dragging through the process, who are strong-armed into it. And it's having that trust in your coach, they've got your best interests. And that's why I want you to do as I say, because I have your best interests at heart. Just give it a go. If I'm recommending something you think, I don't need to do that, or I can't do that, I'm not asking you to do something I think is beyond you. I wouldn't say to one of my new clients, let's bike ride 500k this week. I know it's not going to work. I do know they're capable of doing 20k over the course of a week. And so that's what we'll set. And that's, again, what you're paying for. You're paying for someone who's walked his road before, has walked other people through that road and knows what human beings are capable of. I can look at most people's workouts and say, that's not heavy enough. That's not heavy enough. That's not heavy enough. I just know because I've worked with enough people just how it works. You know, you get better at reading these things. And then ultimately, it's up to you to trust that or not. And we'll do what we can to cultivate that trust. But often you've just got to pinch your nose and give it a go. Even if it goes against what you think, ultimately you're paying us because what you think hasn't got the job done. Yeah, I, I totally agree, obviously. That's why we work together. Um, but people should be compelled to do the work, not have to be convinced. Uh, and like you said, you know, people are coming to us because this is our field of expertise. And I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know why. I was washing up. But say like, you know, a client comes to us and they've done 500 diets, 500 diet attempts in their lifetime. Let's say a thousand. Me and you probably worked with 3,000 people at least each, you know, over the past six years, excluding our PT careers. You know, that's, we've seen a lot of diets. We've seen a lot of dieting mistakes and we've been able to learn from those and see what works. Whereas other people, like I said, you know, you've done a fraction of, I suppose, you've got a fraction, even though you've been, you know, serial dieting and you're, you're dieting for your entire adult life, we've seen a lot more. We know a lot more. That's why this is our job. This is why this is our career. This is why, you know, we do what we do and this is how we can help people. So like I said, you know, if we're giving people advice and people come to us, like I said, we don't set people's goals. We don't say, well, come in, let's have a chat. Right. This is your goal. It's like people come to us and they'll say, these are my goals. And we're there like sat-navs to plan out this route, right? Then we're going to need to do this, this, and this. And like I said, the mismatch or the, the things that don't marry up is what people are prepared to do. Like you said, 
people are prepared to work on their goals, are prepared to work on their affirmations, maybe are prepared to, you know, sacrifice a few of their food choices or, you know, um, do sets amount of exercise or push themselves more in the gym or whatever the exercise they're doing. And that's when, again, you know, you've got to be the kind of the voice of realism, go, look, we need to change your goals because what we're doing right now and what you're prepared to do doesn't match up. You know, if someone came to us and they're a 47-year-old, you know, mum of three who has a history of yo-yo dieting and they're like, oh, I want to look like this 22-year-old Instagram model, you're going to be like, it's never going to happen. I've got to be super realistic with you. I'd love it to happen, but it's not going to happen. Um <laughs> You know, again, like same thing when people are like, well, I want to drop three stone away, but I'm not prepared to change anything. You're like, well, we need to be realistic about this and, 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 you know, again, change your expectations of results because just because you're paying for a coach doesn't mean results. And again, you know, sadly, we do get the occasional client who just thinks, well, I'm, I've got a problem. I'm going to throw some money at it and it'll fix itself. Like, no, and you get those people, you know, that we have to let go who just like don't engage with the questions, just send the food diaries, don't listen to any of the, you know, classics, isn't it? Like, could you do this? Could you do that? Here's my food diary. Can you tell me why you made this choice? Have you tried doing this? What about this food diary? Like, if you're getting nothing back, then don't expect to get the results that you want because, again, you're asking us for our expertise, for our advice. You know, it's like going to the doctors. I've got all these things wrong with me, right? Well, you need to do this and this. Nah, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to expect to get better. Like, physio, Chris, physio that we used to work with, he had a really good system of doing it, didn't he? When he said, like, you know, people come in with a busted ankle and they just go, a normal physio be like, it's going to take eight weeks to heal. Here's all your exercises to do. And people don't do those exercises and they get pissed off that they're not fixed in eight weeks. So instead of doing that, he'd be like, right, do this exercise. And when you can do this, then you can do this exercise. So it required them to do the work that's required to get what's desired. Whoa, managed to tie it in there with the actual podcast title. Um, that's that nice isn't it so again if people just go well i'll sign up for this diet and plan it's 13 weeks long by the end of 13 weeks i lost stone only if you do the work only if you do what we suggest and obviously there's some wiggle room in there there's got to be a back and forth conversation because we've got to make it fit your life and your abilities but again if you come in and go i want to lose three stone in a month right okay we can do that but it's gonna be pretty extreme i won't advise it so less work on your goal setting and less work on the plan but again the, all the work has to come from you. And it's hard, isn't it? Because it's that's, you still that's what people, I did. I was stifling, trying to stifle it. Actually, was that people want to outsource this stuff, but that's you can't run a business ethically called sustained nutrition and say, right, here's, the, here's this extreme plan you're going to follow that's going to work for a month, then you're going to sack it off. You know, I don't want to to sell 50 plans and get two results at the end of it. You know, I can look at my client list of 25 people and hand on heart know that 20 of them are making really good progress and the other five, the other five are on their way, you know, and being content that there's more we can do. Whereas you look at other people, you know, other, other, the way other systems work is that thing of, well, someone's not checked in, that's it. They've not done their weekly check-in. Happy days, easy money. That's how gyms make money. The average yeah. gym visit is like mm -hmm. 1.6 attendances a week how many people are doing five times a week and how many people are doing none there's an awful lot of people who hit the gym five times a week to bring that average up there's an awful lot of people at zero that bring it down and i'm not satisfied with that and i know james isn't too and it's you know our our frustrations and sometimes not even our frustrations sometimes 
I always sense, I sometimes say like I'm a bit of a food Nazi. You know, someone has a hobnob and I say, out of interest, is there a reason you had this? I don't mind you having a hobnob. No one gets fat from one hobnob. However, I do have clients say, I had this because I was stressed and that's not a habit I want to continue with. So what was the reason? I don't mind. You know, this isn't a criticism. It's just a question. The same with when people have, one of my guys had quite like a snacky day. So a few, like had a scotch egg and a pepperoni and a couple of higher calorie pieces. And I just said, you know, what's, what's the situation here? You know, just there's a chance to save a few calories here. But I don't want to get to the point if he has those things every day for two or three weeks, I go, oh, you should stop having these. Well, why didn't you tell me sooner? I'd always rather people had every single option at their disposal that they can then pick or choose between. And I think that's the best way to be because then the client is fully informed about the ways they can progress. Because I've got some clients who are like, give me more. Yeah, I'll do more. What else can I do? Awesome. I'm super happy to give you more and to push you harder if you can do it. In the same breath, if it's too much, then say too. And that's the joy of coaching. That's why we're different is that we're here to listen to you and to adapt the plan accordingly. And just because I look at it and I think you just then have to, you're the one who gives the results. Ultimately for me and James, you know, as much as we love coaching, we love our clients, love seeing them get good results, is I would struggle to recall more than 10 clients, you know, who've gotten good results over the last six months. You just can't retain that much information. I can go on my track and I can look at results and I can remember. But ultimately it's your body, it's your life. You're the one who will be living with this. And you're the one who get the benefits from it. Yeah, it's nice for me. It's nice when people do well, but it's not, you know, my, my happiness doesn't ride on this. And for a lot of people, it does. A lot of people's happiness is in large part dependent on how well they follow this process and it can make a massive difference to their lives. Yeah. And I think ultimately with our clients, a lot of them are in that, you know, I just want to be happy. You know, you know, we say like people come to us like, I just want to lose a bit of weight. But when we dig deeper, it's usually about happiness, about confidence, about self-esteem, you know, big, big earth moving things, things that are ultimately, like I said before, negatively affecting your life. Like I said, you want to be able to move heaven and earth. That's why we look at, you know, these real deep goal settings. If, if your current weight and the way you handle food and, and control your urges, sounds dubious, it's having a negative impact on your relationship with your children because you can't go play with them. You feel self-conscious. You don't want to take them swimming. You don't want to run around the park with them. You don't want to do all these things. Fuck, that needs to change. That's some powerful stuff. So then that's going to make you, again, more motivated to make these changes, to put away the hobnobs, to go, you know what? I don't actually need these hobnobs today. I don't want this. I'd rather be able to fucking chase after my kids in the park. I'd rather be able to swim for the monkey bars and do all this stuff and jump into the foam pit and be able to get myself out as opposed to, you know, having to get someone to help me. It's, again, you know, if you look at your goal and see if you are able or wanting to do the work that will get you there. And if you don't know if that's possible or what's, what's going to be required, then get in touch. If you have these goals and you're not sure if they're realistic with the lifestyle that you've got or the abilities you've got, then get in touch. Me and Joe will quite happily have a chat with you and say, right, it's probably going to take this long. We're probably going to have to take this approach, you know, compared to what we do now. And we're happy to do that. You can just email Joe at Sustain Nutrition. No, just get in touch. Email info at sustainnutrition.co.uk and we will get in touch and we'll have uh, a chat with you and yeah tell you what's what's going to be required for you to get what's desired tied it all in george you see that right at the end i like it very good cool good it needs constant reassurance like that, you see. thank you 
struggling. <laughs> tickle me, tickle my chin, Joe. Right, thank you as always for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a review, and I promise I'll read one out next week because I forgot to do it right this time. As always, peace. Thanks, Ralph. Sit